Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 3-8-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. Here we go. All stories are a bit long today, so bear with, but they're super awesome. First is from GameSpot and written by Jordan Ramey. Dark Souls and Bloodborne Dev reveals an interest in creating live service games. From Software has taken an interest in live service games, specifically those that exist in the Battle Royale genre. Although the developer wants to remain focused on single-player games for now, such as the upcoming Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, From Software isn't discounting the possibility of making a multiplayer-focused title one day. There's always the possibility, From Software President Hidetaka Miyazaki said in an interview with The Telegraph. These games are definitely fun, and we're interested in the patterns they are taking. If we did it, it might be a bit different, but we're definitely interested, and there's definitely that possibility in the future. We'd love to take a crack at them someday. Miyazaki added that he hopes video games don't become entirely multiplayer-focused live-service titles. We do need this diversity in the industry, Miyazaki said. Regardless of what From Software is doing, we need people making Battle Royale games and live services, and we need people making single-player-focused experiences. We feel that this diversity is what will keep everyone going. The From Software president doesn't seem worried with single-player games fading into obscurity, though. Single-player action games don't feel too rare in the current climate, he said. While Devil May Cry 5 has some online elements, it's coming out two weeks before our game, and that's a very single-player-focused experience. We've also had God of War and Spider-Man. The closet from uh, the closest from software has ever come to creating a battle royale game is the PvP Hollow Arena included in the Ashes of Ariandel DLC for Dark Souls 3. In Hollow's arena's brawl mode you can engage in six player free-for-alls however unlike traditional battle royale you can respawn in brawl mode and first place is earned by scoring the most kills not outlasting the competition so to create an actual battle royale game would be a massive departure far from software that said far from software <laughs> far from software the, the the developer that said if Sekiro shadows die twice proves anything it's that from software is both willing and able to move away from the style of game it popularized popular eyes wow i can't talk today with its souls born titles oh that was a slog but it was awesome really excited to see what they come up with if they ever do one i bet it would be spicy second is from GameSpot and written by kevin nezevic ps4's best-selling psn games for february revealed Sony has revealed a list of last month's best-selling PS4 games on PSN. February is packed with high-profile releases from Far Cry New Dawn to Metro Exodus, but it was Bioware's cooperative RPG shooter Anthem, which took the top spot in both North America and Europe. Nobody uh, is surprised by that. Despite its rocky launch, Anthem has similarly been performing well at retail, at least in the UK. It debuted at number one in the region and managed to hold on to that position for the week ending March 2nd. Taking the runner-up spot in North America was Bandai Namco's crossover fighting game Jump Force. Meanwhile, Grand Theft Auto V continues to defy the specter of age, coming in at number two in Europe and rounding out the top three in North America. February also saw the surprise release of Apex Legends, the new battle royale game from Titanfall developer Respawn, and it is similarly off to a strong start, dethroning the genre's reigning champion Fortnite on the free-to-play chart. Epic's Battle Royale game dropped to number three last month, while another Battle Royale game, Royale game, Realm Royale, took number two. I didn't even know Realm Royale was on PlayStation at the moment, so they've done, I feel like their marketing has really failed on that one. The list goes like, U.S.'s top 10 PS4 games on PSN for February 2019. 
Anthem at number one. Number two, Jump Force. Number three, Grand Theft Auto V. Number four, Rainbow Six Siege. Number five, Kingdom Hearts 3. Six is Far Cry 5. Seven is NBA 2K19. Eight is Far Cry New Dawn. Nine is FIFA 19. And ten is Red Dead Redemption 2. Grand Theft Auto, man. The game that will never die, but is so great. Gets all those up. It's, it's a fucking marvel. Now enjoy this sweet saucy ad from Anchor. Third is from IGN and written by John Wilds. New Octopath Traveler console game production. Mobile prequel announced. Square Enix has revealed that a new console Octopath Traveler game is in the works and that a mobile prequel title Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent will be headed to iOS and Android later this year, at least in Japan. I'm very excited for this side note because I never got to play the original Octopath Traveler because I don't have a Switch. So I'm excited to get some a mobile, on, mobile hands-on with it. Anyways, back to the story. As reported by Eurogamer, Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent, is a free-to-play single-player RPG that is set in Ostera, the world of 2018's Octopath Traveler, and will take place a few years prior to the Switch title. Vigametsu, the official website details a bit more of the mobile title, including that it will feature the distinctive HD 2D art style on or an eight-character party system with command-based battles, a protagonist who is the chosen one, and will fight against a great evil that has achieved fortune, power, and fame, the return of field commands like listen and still and more. Fans can pre-register for the mobile prequel now via the official website, and Square Enix will begin signups for access to an early demo on March 12th, 2019. As of this writing, Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent has only been confirmed for Japan in 2019. However, with Square Enix revealing Octopath Traveler's success and that it surpassed 1.5 million in worldwide shipments and digital sales, a Western release will hopefully be announced in the near future. As for the state of the series on console, the Octopath Traveler official Twitter account tweeted, Everyone waiting for a new game on console, we're sorry, but production will take a little while longer. So in the meantime, we hope you enjoy the smartphone game. With these announcements and the success of Octopath Traveler, fans should have a lot to look forward to in regards to this new IP in the coming years. Last is from IGN and written by John Ryan. Divinity Original Sin 2 devs announce free content updates. The development team for Divinity Original Sin 2 announced today that they'll be providing a series of free downloadable content packs throughout the coming year. The gift bags will be free and available on all platforms, according to an announcement from Larian Studios. Not to be mistaken for loot boxes, which are hard, ostensibly, that's a hard word, containing loot. Gift bags are soft and contain gifts. Each gift bag costs exactly no amount of money to players and will be patched in periodically to each platform. The first content pack is available now and features cosmetic items that can be used during character creation. The second pack, they say, is made up of items inspired by our modding community. No word yet on how often the periodic, periodic updates will occur, occur. <laughs> but the studio has promised a year of the updates developed in conjunction with other developers, Fool's Theory 7 and Anshar Studios Detached. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link to our Discord in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you. <laughs> <laughs>